When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, um, let's get to our pregame six-pack, John. And I'm sure Lovey and Davis and Pep and Kyle will show their head again at some point here in this pregame six-pack. But we uh, we preview each game by laying out some storylines, people, wrinkles to this game that we think will be worth watching. Um, it's uh, it's forecasted to be a blowout. The Dolphins are 11.5-point favorites, and that doesn't sound like enough to me. Um, but we'll get to our predictions at the very end of this. But John, let's get let's get it started. You as always have the honors, Your Honor. Uh, the pregame six pack, first one. What are you looking for this Sunday? Well, that, it has to be Kyle Allen and his first start and his first performance here, replacing Davis Mills. He's got to be able to hit some short and intermediate throws, not overthrow or underthrow. But the fact is, he does that a lot. Otherwise, he wouldn't bounce around as a backup quarterback so all I'm expecting from him is maybe a little more accuracy now if he gets blitzed up the middle uh, the Dolphins don't have that great defense they don't have a great defensive front like they've been going against the last four games so maybe he'll have some time and there were times when Davis Mills had time and sometimes he completed passes but other times he overthrew them and I, I would imagine because there's a change of quarterback you're going to see everybody rally around Kyle Allen, not necessarily because he's popular, just because, you know, they're interested too. You know, they know the shortcomings that Mills showed. So I'm going to start with Kyle Allen just trying to be more accurate and try to do something early and late because this team has been slow starting and slow finishing. I will build off of that with my first one, John, kind of in, in you know, symbiotic with your Kyle Allen there. Mine's Brandon Cooks. Um, Brandon Cooks, you know, he's going to be here the rest of this year. We'll see what happens in the offseason with Brandon Cooks. They, the Texans, if either way, they need Brandon Cooks, I think, to have a, a much better final seven games than he's had a first 10 games, I guess nine games for him because he got benched for the Eagles game. Um, but uh, a good final seven games. And maybe Kyle Allen unlocks some of the things that Brandon Cooks has been able to do for this team the last couple of years he did have a couple nice plays in that Washington game had a real nice catch and run that looked like vintage Brandon Cooks for about 40 yards um Brandon Cooks playing well down the stretch is good if you're going to trade Brandon Cooks it's good if you're going to keep Brandon Cooks to keep him around with a new young quarterback next year quarterback next year then that's good but maybe with a new quarterback we finally see the Brandon Cooks that the Texans thought they were getting when they gave him a two-year 36 million dollar extension this offseason Nobody could have, nobody anticipated Mills taking such a step back, huge, multiple steps back. And uh, that's why they gave Cooks that contract. And so um, my second one, Sean, is the run defense. Mm -hmm. The Texans gave up 115 yards till Washington's last series when they ran the ball to run out the clock. And Jeff Wilson, who came from 49ers in a trade, He's the Dolphins' leading rusher, so I expect the run defense will be better, and that's good. They need it, but then they got to face to a ton of Iloa and his great receivers. Yeah, John, these receivers. I mean, my God. And if it sounds like there's going to be no Derek Stingley Jr. again this weekend. He didn't practice today, 
with a hamstring injury. And Lovey's quote was, well, hamstrings are tricky. I don't know that I want Derek Stingley getting back on the field. <laughs> if his first game back from a hamstring tweak is going to be against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Um, uh, that said, I don't know what game I want to bring him back for period with these opponents coming up. Is it Amari Cooper in Cleveland? Is it uh CD lamb in Dallas? Is it all everybody that Kansas city floods the field with? Is it, I mean, it's just that the Texans are worse than everybody they play, but yeah, that's, that speed is going to be a big time issue. My next one, John is the Texans offensive line. Um, this is a good Miami uh, defensive front. Melvin Ingram's had a good year for them. Bradley Chubb was a really nice pickup. Um, Christian Wilkins, the defensive lineman they drafted out of uh, Clemson that same year that Dexter Lawrence and Cleveland Farrell came out back in, I think it was 2019. Um, it's a good Miami uh, defensive front. They defend the run pretty well. Um, I think the pressure will be on the tackles for the Texans again to kind of keep to keep Davis Mills clean or Davis Mills, Kyle Allen clean off the edge to give him a little bit of time to throw. And um, Christian Wilkins, he's not Dexter Lawrence and he's not uh, Jonathan Allen and all these other guys, but he's he's a pretty solid interior defender. So Kenyon Green, you know, I'm, I'm lumping the offensive line together, but this needs to be a game where um, Kenyon Green cannot have another game like he did last week against Jonathan. Now, Kenyon Green's had as bad a year as Davis Mills has had, <laughs> you know, you know, so uh, but I'm OK with leaving him in there and letting him take his lumps. Um, but the Texans offensive line is uh, is my second one. Well, the offensive tackles, Larry Tunsil and Titus Howard have played well. The ends haven't been giving them as much trouble until they ran into Montez Sweat, and he, he had two sacks. The, the Washington had five sacks, all by former first-round picks, and Chase Young didn't even play. So they may not – they're not going to play an across-the-board defensive line. It's outstanding like Washington's is. And that's one reason that the commanders have won four or five and they've got a six and five record. But uh, I I do expect them to probably run some stunts against Kenya Green, trying to confuse him, keep him off balance. In the game, I can't remember, is it four penalties he's had declined the last two weeks? At least three. He had yeah. two. Who did they play two weeks ago? The Giants. It was two against the Giants and then one against the Giants that brought the touchdown back. And then he had at least one decline last week. So at least three, John. And they he's reaching and grabbing. So they're going to do things to try to take advantage of him. And Laramie Tunsil's got his hands full. So Quisenberry, the center, hmm. and they need a center in the offseason. Quisenberry's going to have to spend all his time helping out Kenya Green, which means A.J. Can on the right side is going to be stuck doing uh, one-on-ones, and he's nothing special. No, he is not. All right. Um, what's your last one, John, for the pregame six-pack? The secondary. The defensive backs have been very fortunate. They've been going up against offenses that run the ball so much, and they haven't been giving up big plays, and they haven't given up long touchdown passes. But they haven't been tested like this with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, and they do need Derek Stingley back. The safeties, Jonathan Owens and Jalen Petrie are going to be especially important in pass coverage. They can't spend all their time stopping the run, which they have to do by design, but this team, not these players, because so many of them are new, have gone against Tyreek Hill so much they know what he's capable of doing. I'm amazed that he only has four touchdowns. 
Jalen Waddle has six, but secondary is going to get tested. It's going to get roasted. The only way it might not happen is if with Damian Pierce, they ran the ball, control the clock, but they, I would have guessed Miami's coming out defensively designed to stop uh, Damian Pierce and then see what Kyle Allen can do. Yeah, John, uh, Tyreek Hill may only have four touchdowns, but he's got a boatload of yards. He, he's got 1,148 yards on the season. Um, and I think he missed the game in there. They're seven and three. So I, he's got, he's got 1,148 yards in nine games. I'm just going to do some quick math here. Uh, let's see. He's on a pace to break the all time record for yardage. Is he really? Wow. Okay. Let's see. Divide by nine times, uh, 16 equals. Yeah, 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 he is. He's, he's on pace for 2000 yards. Wow. Yeah, he's that's been a great trade for them. <laughs> Needless yeah. to say, one of the good things about having an extra game too, and two has been so accurate. They're five and zero in games in which he started and finished, and I think they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender. If they could fool around and get home field advantage and not have to go to Kansas City or maybe Buffalo and get to play in Miami, they'd have a chance. But right now, their offense is as much fun to watch as the Chiefs and the Bills because they have so many weapons. They like to throw the ball down the field to a time of our lowest 9.14 yards per attempt leads the NFL. John, you know, what's crazy about this with the dolphins and I'll get to my last uh, six pack item here in just a second, but you're right. They're seven and three. I'm looking at their schedule. They're going to be eight and three after this weekend at San Francisco. They got three straight road games after this one, John. I could see I could see Miami not wanting to show a ton against the Texans and probably still win by four touchdowns. They're at San Fran, at the Chargers, at Buffalo the next 3 weeks after this. How about that? Boy, that's some change in weather, isn't it? It is. Yeah, well, the Buffalo one for sure. The San Fran and LA, they'll probably be fine. Then they have Green Bay at home. And then they're at New England and home for the Jets. That is not – I mean, Green Bay is their easiest game the rest of the way. Um, that's that's not an easy schedule the rest of the way. So if they get the number one seed against that schedule, they'll have earned it. But here's what's crazy, John. This is a team that within the last year or two tampered to try to get Sean Payton and Tom Brady. They tried to trade for Deshaun Watson at the trade deadline last year. It was all set to go. They're on plan C. And they're seven and three and one of the best teams in the NFL right now. And some of the best plans are the ones that you don't make. No doubt. No doubt. All right. My last one, John, this is just real quick. Special teams. Dolphins have awful special teams. Their special teams are really, really bad. The Texans special teams are pretty good. Seventh in DVOA. The Dolphins are 31st. If the Texans are going to pull off an upset as a double digit underdog, needless <laughs> to say, special teams will need to be rallying the troops. <laughs> If it and comes down to special teams, teams, the Texans will win the game. Absolutely, John. You heard it here first. Yeah. What's your um, – well, I'm about to make my prediction. It will, my, trust me, my prediction will not be one that involves special teams making a play here or a play there to make a difference. But what is your prediction, sir? Dolphins 34, Texans 16. Okay. I got 45-13. I think this is just I, – I, I think this is the first game where – of the year where the scoreboard – really shows the type of blowout. Like I think Tennessee and Washington, those two games, if you were at either of those games, you knew clearly, clearly who the better team was. 
this will be one where the rest of the league won't look at it and go, oh, 17-10. Look at the Texans hanging around. Ooh, 23 to 10. Look, the Texans, the 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 plunk, the, the spunky little Texans. This is gonna be a bloodbath on Sunday. I think the Dolphins are gonna, I think they're gonna run them out of the building. That's my prediction. I, I agree because they throw the ball a lot. If you yep. throw the ball a lot, you're gonna score a lot of points against the Texans as opposed to the teams that just pound it. Yep, absolutely. 